Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Obviously, I didn't die in my sleep. And let's, um, let's give it up. Give it up. <laughs> and I had, I have a new roommate, and I was moving some of his stuff. So I had pulled my truck around through the yard and around to the back of the house to the basement door. And by the time we got back from the moving truck and all that, it was too dark. I didn't want to go get my truck and pull it around to the driveway and maybe it's sprinkled or just the humidity from the rain before but the ground got really soft overnight and wet and I got stuck I could not get back up the hill to my driveway this morning you know my truck I have a diesel modified so it's not a quiet truck well, it revved up that motor pretty good when I started spinning them tires and that turbo was whistling and it was blowing black smoke everywhere. And it was shooting a dirt rooster tail like 15 feet up the retainer wall beside my property. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I can't make it. And I shut it down. This might have been 30 seconds, right? They dug a hole, you know? And, uh, I open the door and all I hear is this woman, what the fuck is going on over there? Just screaming through the woods. She's in the neighborhood through the woods from my property. I can't see her. I just hear the voice coming through the trees. Just a disembodied angry woman. Yeah. Just fucking furious, man. And I couldn't help but start laughing. I was mad. That I was stuck. I was having a bad morning, right? And then she, that voice, I started laughing. And then she goes, Chris, get the fuck up. Go over there. See what the fuck that guy's doing. I hear Chris go, I hear Chris go, well, it sounds like he's stuck. So I'm not going over there because he's already having a bad day. We love Chris. <laughs> so Chris is Chris gets it. And he he was probably just laying in bed listening to I'm gonna assume his wife rolling his eyes and shaking his head. As if like I was just out there just blowing donuts in my yard at six in the morning just to make noise or something. I mean that's from her reaction, that's what it seemed like she thought was going on. <laughs> it was epic. And it really changed my day. I was went from being upset to very happy while I drove to work in my roommate's truck because mine was stuck in the yard. <laughs> yeah, so we really don't have any resolution to this story. Is your truck still stuck? Oh, no. It dried up over the day and it was easy. I just drove out. No, no, we had to pull it out of the big hole, but then it drove out. 
Because I dug a pretty big hole when it revved up. Or four big holes. It was just wet as shit. And it was like a, a hill. And um, it's a diesel, so it's heavy. It's not really an off-road rig. It's more of a tow heavyweight rig. And I had no weight on the back tire. The back bed's empty. So, and it was wet. I mentioned that. Your yard was like a woman and after listening to this podcast? Yeah. All women. That's why I don't promote it to women. It's dangerous. That's why we only have like four women listeners because we don't want there to be something crazy. So you, you mentioned doing donuts earlier and that made me think about something that I don't think we've talked about on this podcast but came up recently. Eating donuts. Right. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin'. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? You can divide the world into like either fuck Democrat or Republican, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin'. Well, I won't say which is which, but I'll say one has good donuts and one has good coffee. So we'll leave it at that. Well, now everybody knows. If you know, you know. But do you know who eats more donuts than even me? Yeah, we we all know the pigs eat the donuts, right? Oink, oink, bacon. That is true, though. Isn't that weird? Why is it so true? I think there are a few different reasons, but like, one, they're usually like open late and they're in here. like areas that are not as desirable. So like as you're patrolling, you're like, well, here's a little oasis for me. Right, and they typically will give uh, an officer a free coffee or something, right? Oh, absolutely. And yeah. and in fact, if I were, if I were like a a donut shop owner, I would probably do the exact same thing because mm-hmm. even though we mm-hmm. theoretically already pay for their services, if I can just give them something to keep them around from I don't know two a.m. to four a.m. Would you not, like, make it a joke, though? Make it the cannibal donut? It's free for cops, and it's got a piece of bacon on <laughs> I mean, giving them something for free, they'll still take it. Yeah, they would have to fight through the ego of that, right? So I don't know, I don't know if you've been following this, but it's been a thing since at least, like, I don't know, 2015 or something. Do you follow at all the NYPD and Wikipedia? No, no. I really don't do Wikipedia at all because it's become so purposeful. You know what I mean? Centralized. Some of the more influential editors of Wikipedia are similar to like Reddit mods and that some of that power has gone to some people's heads. Yeah. But I imagine this is a good story because there's a lot of things that are going on with police forces, the police officers and official Facebook pages that are, I mean, I know I've seen a lot of like uh, lawsuits against 
police harassment on Facebook and stuff like that going on. So this seems to be a new area that now that cops are younger internet age, they're, they're committing crimes on innocent citizens on the internet too. So like I say, this has been going on since at least as far back as 2015. All those years ago. But uh, it just recently came back up in the news because it's still happening. They just didn't stop. Correct. So the 2015 stuff was, I believe, mostly related to Eric Garner. But the gist of it is that there were a bunch of edits made to various Wikipedia pages. And all of those edits were traced to IP addresses at one police plaza. Yeah. Was it somebody like doing something funny and like creating a fake thing to blame it on the cops or is it, uh, is it cop things that they're doing? No. So this was, um, so what they would do is they would make, subtle changes to like phrasing and things so like I say and mentioned like the the Eric Garner page okay. um, they would change the phrase where so like on the page it previously had said Garner raised both his arms in the air they edited it to say Garner flailed his arms about as he spoke mm. like just subtly trying to influence the perception of instead right, of those small putting, changes, yeah. yeah, right. Instead of someone putting their hands in the air, someone flailing about. Um, and then there was like another one where it previously said use of the chokehold has been prohibited, and they changed it to use of the chokehold is legal but has been prohibited. So it, it was like these just subtle changes in sort of phraseology and positioning that were all to try and minimize police misconduct, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been going on for years. So somebody's yeah. job is to do that. If they're doing it, that much of it, yeah, it's their job to they're, they're doing in that it building. All the time, and they've been doing it for years, and in fact, it spawned several like Twitter pages and bots that are like constantly tracking it. Um, But recently there was an attempt from one of those same IP addresses. There's a, there's a whole, so there's a whole Wikipedia article called New York city police department, corruption and misconduct. And they were trying to get it removed. Mm hmm. (laughs) through corruption and misconduct (laughs) the NYPD has a large fund a large amount of money that goes into that police force so they have more resources to be to to do more large scale corrupt things as opposed to interacting just with individuals in a corrupt way 
So I'm not surprised that it would be NYPD that would have hired somebody whose job is solely to do that for $80,000 a year or more, right? Probably more in New York, right? 100000 Well, they can have as much of the taxpayer's money as they like, right? Yeah. So. Oh, here was, here was another good one from about two or three years ago. Uh, there was a Wikipedia article where they changed. It originally said NYPD has extensive history of brutality, misconduct, and corruption. And they changed it to NYPD has extensive history of reducing crime. <laughs> That's a big change. That isn't even close to what it said. <laughs> That's not subtle. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> that one's not subtle. Some of the ones where they like just change the adjectives that describe the movements and whatnot. Those are very effective ways of changing the perception of the public. Because if it's the first time you read about it or whatever, it it can really your imagination is saying is showing you what's going on. And when you say somebody's flailing their arms about, it's a wild movement that can be deemed aggressive. So you, it doesn't at all produce the image in your mind of somebody complying with putting your arms up, putting your hands up to commands, right? Well, sometimes even if they get it to a place where it reads better. It still reads so bad that they feel like it's not salvageable. So like there was the article from Sean Bell who was uh, killed by the NYPD. His original said that he and two other men were shot 50 times and they changed it to being shot at 50 times as if that would minimize the cops are so good that it just so happened every one of them hit. But like I say, it I think they very quickly realized that that just wasn't salvageable, so they ended up attempting to delete the entire article. Oh, well, you got to do what you got to do, right? I mean, their job is to work for the government, not for us. They just have to create a... To do their job successfully, they have to convince most of us that they work for us. Well, I, I think that this is a a good opportunity to address a few different things. Okay. So one is that I'll speak for a lot of my friends and colleagues that are more left-leaning. Sometimes the left can veer into being pretty quick to lick a boot but are fairly consistent in trying to hold police accountable. So I would say that this is a pretty easy appeal to quote unquote my people because I used to feel that way too. I feel a lot less that way than I used to just from talking to people on the left today. But 
again, most of the people I know on the left are themselves politicians or a lot of the people I know are like judges and they're awful people. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're a judge or a, a politician, you're probably pretty awful. But I, I've, I've felt a lot less that way ever since the defund the police movement. It, that's where my, I was like, oh, well, at least on the left, we still have the anti-cop thing, right? And then I go to talk to some of these defund the police, Black Lives Matter people in the corner about, you know, civil forfeit ass, like things like that, like applied immunity shit, right? For the cops and shit. Like these are things that can be taken away tomorrow and can make a big difference. And then defund the police. I'm, I'm actually, if, if that's what we're talking about, I'm actually down as long as we have a plan to how are we going to let in private security? Like, how are we going to, because private security hasn't developed to that extent at this point because the government's been, had a monopoly on that service, right? Um, so, I'm thinking, how how do we do this? Do we say private security doesn't doesn't pay taxes on their income, which would bring down the cost of it and promote companies to innovate in that field, right, of private security? What do we do to make sure that, that void gets filled really fast? And then when I go to talk to them, I realize that they're not about defunding the cops at all, at all. They're about like making new divisions of police stuff. They're just calling it a different name and maybe even raising the funding. And it really, really disheartened me about finding any common ground on the left. Well, that's why I say find the part where you do yeah. overlap. And that is that we can all agree that this should not be happening, right? And, yeah. and and the reason I say it's such an interesting bridge is because what I'm describing here okay. is not illegal. Yeah. Now, Obviously. one could argue that a police officer sitting at his desk editing Wikipedia when he should be doing something else might be against his there might, directive or there might actually be a gray zone with um, a government official being paid as a government official at any, any kind of uh, like a private news rag or something you know what I mean there actually might be something constitutionally there because Possibly. the government's not supposed to impede you know which we all know that they are sit on the boards of CNN and shit like that, the CIA people, but they're not supposed to. <laughs> like, well, because they're ex, right? <laughs> right, they're ex CIA. Yeah. Right, but so, but in general, for the most part, this isn't that. Like, it's not like we've uncovered someone doing something deeply illegal that is like selling weed. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. I think what's interesting about this is this hits on something that both the right, the left, 
center, whoever, I think it's where we all agree. I think we all. We all agree until they go after a left person or a right person. Like the, the left, you don't ever hear about the left feeling bad for Waco or Ruby Ridge guy or any of that. Right. But, and then you also, you'll go to, you'll talk to right people and then they don't feel bad for Rodney King or something like that. Like, yeah, he may have done something wrong. All of them may have done something, something wrong, but none, none of them deserved what happened. You know what I mean? Right. I, I just find it fascinating that you can mentally twist your mind into saying, yeah, but in this case it was okay. Cause why? Cause they probably would vote for the other guy. That's not cool guys. That's not cool. Either side you're on. You are just putting the nail in your coffin. You're giving the cop power to do it to you later by giving them a pass for doing it. Somebody you might not like. I agree. But those disagreements can be reserved for a debate for another day, right? If we can start here Mm -hmm. where we all know that this should not be happening. Police, the, the CIA, the FBI, they're all corrupt. They all will... I mean, think about the the property, uh, what they do to a lot of poor families. So when they seize your property to sell, you'll notice they'll start busting people in areas that are developing, like the the more wealthy developments are moving into said area. So the property values skyrocketing and they're trying to push people out, right? So they'll bust... Maybe they knew you were selling drugs there for years. They'll bust you then before you get to sell, and then they get to, they'll seize your property because you were you only had it because you had drugs, right? <laughs> and then they'll sell your house, and the the state will get money because they took it. This is happening to one of my brother's friends at the moment. His mom, uh, he was he had a drug problem and uh, growing up, and he's become a drug manufacturer let's call it (laughs) not not pfizer he's not that successful but for a dude like a rundown old house he was doing pretty good (laughs) and he got busted well his poor old mom who owned the property also goes to jail and they take her property because development is moving that way and now they're going to sell it for tons of money because of the land it was on. You know what I mean? I do think people forget that civil asset forfeiture doesn't stop at random bags of cash at the airport and in your car. Right. If they believe... Or if they can make he, any... <laughs> they can all. tie it together at all. If they or can they, tie it together they want at it. all. Yeah. But kind of going back to the, the core bit... Core bit. Which is trying to get to the point where we do... Diverge. Yes, yes, there are a lot of differences of, of opinion, left and right, and this and that. But if we start where we all agree, which is... Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it in, like, 
country rap too. <laughs> well, I think I think this is where like I'll 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 defer to you to be to be a proxy for the right right here. So the right tend to be very supportive of the thin blue line in a way that baffles me. They were very in a, in a way that angered me a lot. That was actually one part of my conversion to libertarian that was not a thing it did not bother me because i was not i never got that i never understood it probably because i was i had personally been targeted by police at a young age i was friends with a boy whose father was on like something big in the city government and the boy did a lot of minor drugs but it had nothing to do with me. But the dad just blamed me as the problem. So I got targeted. And maybe that's a good thing. That was a life lesson I needed to learn. I needed to know who they really worked for. And I found out. Yeah, it's not you. <laughs> yeah. But if we go to the... The right doesn't feel that way anymore, by the way. It's big time changing on the right about the police sure but let, let's say we even go to someone who's you know still standing an old right right wing stalwart who's still very much like neocon licking that boot yeah. like if i if i go to them and i say hey here are a bunch of people who were killed by the nypd here are their wikipedia articles here are ip addresses from inside the nypd trying to delete them Here's them trying to delete the page for NYPD misconduct. I can't imagine a conversation where even the most thin blue liner would come back to me and say, oh, but that's totally reasonable. I guess it depends on which police force they work for. I mean, I think your most thin blue liner would come to you from the side of, Yes, these are things that the police force did wrong, but they've corrected them. And this stuff being out there only makes it more dangerous for the good police officers that are still on duty to do their job. This is creating anti-police sentiment, sentiment and it's it's creating a, a potential violence. Uh, re An antagonistic relationship between the public and the police. Right. Yeah, and then they'll say, you know, this is this is why we have a rampant uptick in random violence against police officers. And then you'll look at the statistics, even on their website, and there's no increase in violence <laughs> on police officers at all. Yeah, yeah, they do that all the time. All the time. They don't even worry about changing their, their own stats on their website, you know? And they'll claim, make these claims. And I think the right that's still bootlickers, they'll accept that. They're getting old and dying off. But I just think the logic is flawed, though, so deeply because... It is. It is very flawed. But I'm just saying, when you are in it like they are for so long, and maybe your cognitive ability is starting to decline alongside the president of the United States is you, because you're elderly. I think that you don't really have to 
make the logic. Well, I think what I'd have to have to say there though is that person mm-hmm. who is very much in favor of the police is usually that way because they feel a sense of justice or even sometimes can care a lot about things being punitive and making Mm -hmm. sure that people are properly punished for their crimes. It isn't hard to draw the line back around and say, if you believe that people should be punished for their crimes, here is a giant Wikipedia article listing a bunch of crimes that have gone without punishment. It's called NYPD misconduct. Right. I do believe that this can open up the eyes of, say, a right person who's right now learning that they don't like the FBI because of the, you know, the targeting of Trump and stuff like that. I think that that's, that opens a door where that argument can bring them over to also looking into you know, state police and things like that. And, and I, I do think that can work with that person. Um, I really think that you have to, and it's stupid. Uh, well, coming from two libertarians, us talking to each other, this is really dumb that this has to happen. You have to typically hit somebody with a, Hey, the police do bad things with, you you meet that person face to face on a one on one, and you you size them up. All right, what victim do I know about? Because you know people like you and I, we know about a bunch of individual victims that meet all kinds of different stereotypes or lifestyles, and you pick the one that's closest to them or hits home. Maybe they have a child that's severely down down syndrome and you pick you know one of the incidents of a mentally challenged man being shot down by the police or something like that you you hit them with a story that hits them where they can they can put themselves in the situation of being helpless and gunned down or stolen from by the police helpless to the to change it and then then you talk about others that maybe aren't like them but are similar stories to that story and i think that's a good way to bring somebody around on the cop cop thing and it's not about racism or prejudice it's about being able to picture yourself in a completely vulnerable situation that all you can do is beg for your life because they have all this firepower and nobody's willing to stand up to help you the most they'll do is film you die 